Well, good evening. Welcome to Couch Potato Radio. KFGO time is 6.15. That's when we usually start this bad boy. Paul Lyons producing. I'm Derek Hansen. If you want to join us, 237-5948-1800-880-5346. You can text us 35270. Well, a lot going on, really. And, and you think about the week before the All-Star break, it's usually just baseball and a lot of other things. But you know, we had some news. Uh, the NBA to vote to make that playing permit. I, I don't know. Seven through ten, that's awfully tough. You get the seventh seed and you still have to play your way into the actual tournament. So that's a little weird. Um, but we know that the Twins have a couple All-Stars, Luis Arise and Byron Buxton. The Twins still four and a half games ahead of Cleveland in the American League Central, which at times is almost hard to believe with everything that's been going on. I mean, my heavens, it's they've been so lucky. Because Cleveland struggled against Kansas City and Detroit, and that really helped things out. It just It's hard to believe with the uh, Twins struggling the way they did against Cleveland last week and then losing 2-3 to Texas this past week. And, you know, Corey Provis did warn us on Friday during baseball this week that Texas is a little bit better than we thought. They just haven't really showed it in the wins and losses. And it was a kind of a bad matchup for the Twins against the Rangers. And, again, the bullpen cost them again. It's just it comes down to the bullpen. And what it really is going to come down to for the Minnesota Twins is how much are they going to give away in prospects and what have you for someone who can help you out in the bullpen. Jack Michaels is going to join us. He's good enough to stop in as he has the all-star break for the American Association. And uh, he'll mention some of the uh, Red Hawks that are in that right now. But he's going to join us. We'll talk about reminisce about a few things and talk about the status of Major League Baseball, the all-star games, some things that they should maybe do. So, We'll have a little fun with him because tis the season. We're kind of in that meh time of uh, <laughs> of sports right now. It's a little. It's we got baseball and a lot of off season talk, and that's about it. Now in a couple weeks, guess what? Minnesota Vikings training camp starts, which is hard oh to believe. It's hard to believe that's already here, but it is, and that's how we're sitting. So we can uh, talk about uh, that a little bit too. I mean. Football is always the worst thing. You, you you wish for it to get here, but then you, you're wishing away summer, which is not good either. So we can certainly talk about that. I would like to make a move if we could ever get to the point where once you name a stadium something, you can't change it. That would be really nice because this Heinz Field thing is going to be really good. I can't wait to listen to Dan Michaels tomorrow. Huge Steelers fan to think what you know, I want to hear what he has to say about it because I've been calling now. It's hard to believe Target Field's 12 years old, mm-hmm. and that's really hard to believe. Right. It seems like we're just having shows down there opening up the brand-new ballpark. It's already 12 years old. So, But you think about it, it's it's, it's really hard to believe that the Heinz Field is, is going to be changing. That's going to be something else. And we've had – how many times has the Dolphins Stadium been renamed? I mean, I, I don't even know what it is anymore. Maybe, yeah. I think it's Hard Rock Stadium, but – it was Landshark Stadium. It was all these different names, and I just wish they would keep one. I mean, that's the good thing about some of these historic stadiums or or ballparks is Fenway, Wrigley, Lambeau, they haven't changed, and I hope they never do. And I, I think it would almost be blasphemy to do it to you know put a corporate sponsorship on some of those names. True. I don't know if they could get money from the Wrigley uh, <laughs> gum still. I mean, that was the original owners of the Chicago Cubs. I really, really doubt it. Uh, Twins back in action tomorrow night against the Milwaukee Brewers, the first of two, two at Target Field. Then they have uh, four games this upcoming weekend against the Chicago White Sox. So a busy week ahead 
for the Minnesota Twins after this day off tomorrow. When we come back, Jack Michaels is going to join us. We'll talk about pretty much everything. That's pretty much what Jack and I do. Just hanging out here on a Monday evening, Couch Potato Radio on the Mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. Welcome back, Couch Potato Radio. Derek Hansen with you here on the Mighty 790 104.7 KFGO. I bring him back because, you know, he just... uh, it's an all-star break, for, but for a guy who's like a workaholic and just doesn't have anything else going on, and, you know, here he is, the voice of the Red Hawks. It's the American Association All-Star Break. We got Jack Michaels. How you doing, sir? I'm glad to be on Couch Potato Radio. Yeah, it's been a while. This, this has been a while yeah. since I've done some Couch Potato Radio. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we did that rain out one night, and then was we fantastic. filled time for a long time, told stories over yeah. and over again. I told the story of... Uh, uh, to, to my friend James, I mm-hmm. uh, should mention my friend, uh, the great James H. James Holm, who is now working in Chicago for uh, News Nation, it kind of a, what you know the artist formerly known as WGN, yeah. as you know, as that he all. works at a place called like Thirty Rock, didn't yeah, he? He's at, he was at uh, MSNBC for a very yeah. long time, and uh, we, his mother passed, and uh, so the, the late uh, Nancy Holm, and if, if, for people who don't know. His father, Roland, was the wrestling coach at Barnesville for 31 years, longtime teacher, mm-hmm. and his mom was also a teacher, and she's just a you know mother of four children and raised just an all-American family. So certainly thoughts with the home family. I know a lot of the siblings might be listening right now. So, um, yeah, but, uh, yes. it, it, it's one of those weekends. But the celebration of life took place on Saturday. So but I was telling the story about uh, when you had me call Harry Carey <laughs> and when you were out on remote. And, and so... <laughs> So maybe we can tell that story again as we're just kind of killing a night here in mid-July. So you it, it, and it, it, the Dr. Jim Heilman, I think, might have been at a restaurant, and I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. It could be very... And you decide, hey, we're just going to talk a little baseball with the great Harry Carey. The, 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 the origin to back this up, it, as you very much know, like your Rolodex, you got to protect it. And, and you're in the business of communications with all the interviews and numbers you have. You just have a, you protect your Rolodex. You don't give out numbers to people that you have. And uh, I remember wanting to, you know, always in our business, you know, it's been, and then when I was doing sports shows at night or, or afternoon show on, on KFGO, uh, I would always challenge myself to, number one, go find a, you know, find a topic, but get a guest that might be ungettable. Mm-hmm. You know, I always love to do that. I, I, I'm research freak. I'm like, okay, how, how many, how's it going to take to get, what will it take to get this person on the air? And... Um, and I don't know, it would stem, well, it's Harry Carey, you know, so it's, you know, it's Harry Carey. And, uh, and I thought, you know, I have Harry on. I think this was probably during, if it wasn't during the baseball strike or somewhere in that neighborhood, or it was, it was one of those things. Well, where this he, was after, because this was about 98. Okay, so this was during the home run chase, probably, yes, during yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That, that year, 98. Sammy Sosa, yeah. And uh, the original where I got, and I'm thinking, okay, what, what avenues do I need to go to get uh, to get in touch with Harry Carey, and this is you know I guess I guess you know I could have used maybe Maury Wills to call someone and then didn't do that, but I wanted to do it the other way, and I called um, WGN, and uh, and since we're an affiliate of, of CBS, you know CBS News, you hear at the top of the hour from KFG, CBS News, I thought well I'll start there, I'll just call WGN and, and get a hold of somebody in an apartment, and uh, <laughs> and I remember I called there. And I went, hi, this is Jack Michaels from CBS Radio Affiliate. 
KFGO in Fargo. I am trying to uh, uh, line up uh, a guest, uh, Harry Carey, for one of our shows. Trying to get Harry on. I know sure. he's probably busy. I don't know. You know, you go through the whole thing. Probably a busy guy. I know his time is precious, and believe you me, we'll not keep him long. And just uh, if you can direct me to how to get in touch with Harry. <laughs> and I literally got, just a second, I'll get you his home number. I'm like, oh! <laughs> Time out. I'm just getting my paper. Oh, I'm like, I didn't expect that. No. So, you know, I must have been cordial enough yeah. or professional you enough. Sounded, you sounded, you played the part. Believable right? enough to do it. And sure enough, you know, that's, that's good. So, whenever you mentioned Harry Carrier, we've had him on a couple of times over the, you know, back then. That's how I got, you know, and you know That's that, Derek. Slick. Derek, you, you produce a lot of your stuff and produce others. It's not easy sometimes to track no. people down, certainly with a, with a personal number like that. So no. that was kind of a neat little Harry Carey story. So Jack gives me the number because he's on remote. Right. And, and so I call, and this nice lady answers, and she says, hello. I said, hi, this is a Derek Hansen from uh, the, the sports station here in Fargo. And, you know, and kind of went through everything. And, yeah, he's expecting your call. <laughs> so he he answers and, and you know and it, it, it's just like the you know hello it, hello. <laughs> hello yeah you know, you know it's just you know just like Will Ferrell doing his impersonation right. on Saturday Night Live right and he says uh, I said and I explained to him what it was okay and, and so <laughs> so then I put him on hold and I hit it and when you for people who've called into the show they know that there's a little bit of a beep or whatever <laughs> yeah yep and then you go on. Well, then you go to him and he's not there. That's so then right. I call back and he, hello. hello. I said, it's Derek again. You hung up on me. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, sir. It's just you're going to hear this buzz and a click and then you'll be on with Jack, okay? Okay. <laughs> so that was the story. It really is kind of neat in this uh, in our business is you know for you too when you when when you were chatting with not to just name drop on Couch with Dinner Radio yeah. when you uh, connected George Steinbrenner. Mm-hmm. To Sid. Right. Right? The great Sid Hart. Correct, or yep. you had to call Steinbrenner. Well, see, Steinbrenner the, called and you said it's not till tomorrow. Something so like Dave that. Dave Lee right? was on the morning show when I was working in Minneapolis. You would, the first line of order, now just imagine what this is like. So Sid's alarm clock was whoever is producing on our friends down in downtown Minneapolis mm-hmm. there in CCO. And so that's how you would wake him up at 6 30. And many times, I think I would catch him with all his teeth in. Right, CB. Okay. So you said, all right. You know, he knew what it was right away. And so then you call him at 645, 745, and 845 with the sports. It's kind of like you're waking him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, but that was his times. And it was one of the more highly rated quarter hours that they ever had. I would imagine so. So the Yankees beat the Mets in the Subway Series of 2000, right? And that was, it was an interesting time working there because... You know, you had the election of 2000. Mm-hmm. So then I'm sitting there and to talk about the election. We didn't know who our president was for like 10 days or whatever. Right. Walter Mondale comes and sits down next to the former vice president <laughs> to, to talk about politics, sure. which is quite sure. a... There's Fritz Mondale right yeah, behind holy me. So cow. There's kind of a who's who <laughs> thing just to throw some more, you know, talking about celebrities or whatever. And so then Sid calls about 8.30 after the uh, Yankees win. He goes, keep uh, the guest line open. Uh, Steinbrenner's calling in. I said, okay. So then he calls in, you know, at, you know, four minutes before he's going in. Steinbrenner call? I said, no. So then that's the whole thing. And you know, this is with Dave Lee. Right. He's trying to talk sports with Sid. Meanwhile, Sid's just worried about if Stor- Steinbrenner's, Steinbrenner's calling. Call, yeah, yeah, right. Well, Steinbrenner never called in. 
So that 9.30 a.m., Dark Star is on, the late great Dark oh, Star. Dark. From, so then the guest line calls and goes, Mr. Hartman. And I said, no, sir. <laughs> this is Derek. I'm a, you know, the studio engineer. He goes, oh, Sydney told me to call this. I said, yeah, he, you know, you just missed him. He'll be back on tomorrow. I said, tell you what, 9.45 your time. Yep, Eastern. You, you'll uh, be on with him. So then he, he shouts over, just like Larry David doing Steinbrenner <laughs> in Seinfeld. It's like, it's Georgine, it's Georgine, it's write this down. 9.45, I got to call Sid. <laughs> so then I forget to tell Nathan Hunter the next day that, oh. that he's calling in. So then Nathan's freaking out because Steinbrenner it's calls big in. Stein. It's a big Stein. It's a big Stein. calls in at 8.45, and so that was quite a... A story too. So yeah, a little I'm bit on of my calzone. Give me my calzone. Probably the most famous person I talked to on the phone. When I was doing the uh, call screening for the Ed Show. Right, Ed Schultz show was uh, Hillary Clinton. Oh sure. Yeah, I mean just I just talked to her a did little you, bit. Did you like? Uh, did you did you go cool? Did you go just a second hills? No, that was 2004 though. So she was just a, <laughs> a new senator in New York, and obviously she was. You know, it was right before the election. They were trying to get. Take it home for John Kerry to upset uh, yeah. President George W. Bush at the time. So it's uh, I love the Steinbrenner story on that and the Sid because it's just so you know those two are just tight. You know Stein. Right. I mean Sid. Sid, uh, as you know, uh, connected beyond connected. Oh yeah, well I was in the Twins press box one time at the Metrodome. And there comes, you know, all the stuff with him and Bob Knight were true. You know, and Bob Knight, I didn't realize he's like 6'4". Right, big comes, man. Here yeah. comes Sid and Bob Knight walking through. So, the press <laughs> it, it is, uh, it, those little, uh, I like how we stumble into these topics, but it really is behind the scenes yeah. uh, stuff in our business. I, I had so many with, with Maury growing up there, growing up, or traveling with them. Sure. I, there's so many stories on that, those lines, you know, like traveling in the car and, just a second, talk to Jack. And he'd go into the glove box and he's getting traveling papers and, I never knew who was on that phone. Sure, when he would hand it to me driving, when all those years traveling yeah. together, and I mean it was pick your. I mean Tommy Lasorda, Don Newcomb always was chatting with Moore. Like Don Newcomb, one of great yeah. ball players, yeah. and hey Don, don't Moore be with you in a second. But the funny, the greatest thing is that I think it was the All Star Game in Atlanta. You know, since we're a week out or so of the All Star Game in Major League Baseball, and, and Moore and these guys, all these these legends. They get asked to come to All Star Games, and then they sign. They just showcase. They sign some autographs right. and all that, and it's part of the thing. Probably get paid a couple dollars to come. And 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 Maury had um had uh, gone to Atlanta because you know he and others were going there to sign autographs and, and be part of the festivities. And Maury thought, you know what? I'm uh, you know it's a game. He goes, I've been sitting here signing autographs. I mean, I've been doing my part and signing and signing. It's been a long. I'm kind of tired. And he um. He noticed Jimmy Carter, President Jimmy Carter, right. down in a in a in a in a pretty box section seat of an All Star game in Atlanta, and Maury says, "You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down. I haven't met Jimmy Carter. You know, he's been. You know, Maury was on you know various councils, the Just Say No campaign, Nancy Reagan, obviously mm-hmm. when when he refused to play when Bobby Kennedy was shot." I uh, didn't want it to be a big story. Just didn't think it was right when a guy was assassinated. Then he got fined. It, it leaked out, and Ethel Kennedy invited more to you know the Kennedys and, and all this. So, so he's got some ties, but he had never met Jimmy Carter, and he's sitting there signing autographs. And and and, uh, and Maury, uh, I think it was the time when and he was with us in the Red Hawks. So he says, "That's it." Maury leaves his booth, 
And he starts going down the, the stands to where Carter is, where President Jimmy Carter is. Well, Jimmy, you know, these guys have Secret Service for as long as they're on the face of the earth. You know, they have right. guys assigned to them. And Maury gets, I don't know, within a couple of rows there of the president. And here comes the Secret Service agent. Oh, yeah. Because you can't, uh, sorry, sir, can't, not, 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 sorry, that's far enough. And guy doesn't recognize him, right? Doesn't recognize Wills. Wills like, I just want to see the president. I just want to talk to him, say hi to the president. No, nope. and then this time Jimmy Carter kind of turns over to see what's going on. He goes, Mari Wills, get down here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Secret Service guy stepped aside, and it was that. So these little stories of, of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff that you wouldn't think. That's, uh, that's uh, I almost want to call David Moulton, though, because he has a story about when uh, President Obama came in the booth at a, one of the SEC like games he's oh, doing. So, so he's with Nestler and and uh, and uh, he said like, of course the girls who are you know the gal who's like doing the what the, it's going to look like right the director right. she's like trying to get so she's like trying to put a a mic on President Obama oh, sure and they're like no and Dave whispers to her you can't touch the president you can't, <laughs> you can't touch the president might want to hand it to yeah, him. yeah right <laughs> the, yeah. the other the other Will's one was on KFGO opening day every year. Uh, while Will's with us on KFGO, on my afternoon drive show, yep. we on opening day, I would, if it worked, I would get more, and he'd be at Dodger Stadium. You know, Dodgers would open up sure. at Dodger Stadium. And then next to, you know, all the Dodgers that you can name that were there. So it always worked out a couple of times where I would call him live, you know, because it was afternoon show on the Central Time, like at 1 o'clock in L.A. Mm-hmm. And uh, got him one time, and I said, uh, Maury. Jack, hey, good to be out of Everybody, great day, opening day. It's beautiful here, Jack. It's Javez Ravine, and then and I'm like, well, that's fantastic, Maury. Then Maury would say, just a second, Jack. Yeah, I want to hand the phone down. Hold on a second, and then I could hear in the offering, Tommy, this is Fargo North. Yeah, you like this? And I would say, is this t- uh, Tommy Lasorda? Hey, I love Fargo. And I'm like, you've never <laughs> yeah. been to Fargo. I love well, Fargo. I went to the Roger. Yeah. Well, yeah, actually, Mexico, before yeah. we did come back. And then then I remember uh, Tommy handed the phone back to Mario. Mario's like, hey, you like that, Jack? Just a second. Hold on. Talk to this guy. And coming on, next guy coming on, Ron Say. Oh, nice. Hey, Fargo. Hey, Ron Say. How you doing? Next guy comes on more. He goes, just like a Jack. That's pretty cool, right? And he hands the phone. And I'm like, my gosh, we're getting every Dodger. Right. And he hands the phone. And it's Steve Garvey. Nice. And, hey, it's Steve Garvey. Steve, how's Martin? And by that time, I'm like, this is gold. You know, for those of us that are in the, to give this to the audience, you know, the listeners. And Maury's just great line at the end. He goes, Jack, I bet you I thought if I could hand the phone to Jackie Robinson, you'd really be impressed, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he had no. passed. But anyway, that's, uh, those are great behind-the-scenes oh, for sure. radio stuff right here. No doubt. Jack Michaels, Derek Hansen with you. Paulie Lyons producing. We'll come back, and we'll talk about the All-Star game, not only for the American Association, but what's coming up here with a, a few of the twins announced and how the, maybe this should be fixed. I know, Joel, and you were talking about that this morning. This is Couch Potato Radio. Jack Michaels, Derek Hansen here on KFGO. Welcome back. Couch Potato Radio here on this July 11th already. We're in double digits of July already. Oh, How did this happened. Eight days, my girls turned 24. You don't need to tell me how fast. serious? Isn't that amazing, Derek? That's crazy. You've known them since they were zero. Yes, I have, too. <laughs> wow. Ouch. Uh, yes, Derek Hansen, Jack Michaels, Paulie Lyons producing. We were talking about uh, kind of brushes with fame or whatever, and um, you know, you, i got to say this before we get to some of the All-Star Game stuff. So I, I told you the story about when back when Dodger Town, Vero Beach, mm-hmm. and I went all the way up there to go see the, uh, just go visit Maury and go to Dodger Town. I'd never been there, and it was really quite a thing. And 
Uh, Ron Coomer, great guy. He was playing for the Dodgers at the time. But boy, was that ever something because – you know, here I am with Maury Wills. He comes to see me up in the stands. Right. And people recognize him. Then he sat and you know signed autographs until he couldn't sign them anymore. So he was great. Just a man amongst people there. It was really cool to see. So that that was quite a thrill for me. And, and everyone's you, asking me, how did he? How do you know him? Right? <laughs> don't you get this, Derek? It's one thing like a like you mentioned the words brush with greatness. I, I think a lot, our, your listeners on on college they have maybe bumped into people. But I always ask the question: If you'd like to spend. 10 minutes or so with someone. It's one thing to shake a hand or meet somebody, and that's right. really good because we don't, in this world, the celebrities or people of interest are, are sometimes unattainable to hang time. But, but to spend a couple of minutes with them, like who would you like to spend 10 minutes with yeah. just chatting? You know, that would be even even better. Yeah, um, no, for um, sure. It's it's kind of one of those things. But no, it was great. Um, so the All-Star game coming up, and which is in L.A., I do believe, right? It is, Dodger Stadium. So we're talking about that, and it's uh, we're talking a little bit earlier today just about how this is going. Is it what it used to be? I don't think it is, but I don't. Part of it, too, don't you think, is that there's not a lot of household names as far as baseball stars right now. I mean, I think there's a lot of baseball stars. I think Mike Trout could walk through <laughs> yeah, right. Right. West Acres with his friend Carson Wentz. And uh, more people would recognize Carson, yeah. and, and that happened before I think once. Didn't yeah, it? like they would. Uh, it's like when uh, like Bobby Knight would hunt and mott. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a region going is that? That's not Bobby Knight. You know, I don't recognize. Just another. But I mean, dude. well, I think Trout looks so, so much like a regular guy. I mean, yeah. There's not a, a Reggie Jackson or a Mark McGuire, or, you know, back when you know th- those type of people. Right, but were, to your point. <clears throat> on the All Star break, if, if if Rafi Devers of Boston, you know, if 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 um, you know, take your pick. If 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 um, um, um is Aaron Xander Judge- Bogarts yeah. was was right, rolling right. around, like would you recognize him? You know, well, and Aaron Judge because he's so tall and he's a, you know yeah. he's a unique look. I mean, is he the most recognizable face in baseball right now? Boy, that I, I would, would say. say yeah. I would think so. I mean, because I think Big Poppy was for quite the time throughout the early part of the two thousands, along with Derek Jeter for yeah. the Yankees. Uh, maybe a rod to go along yep. with that, but I just don't. You know, Randy Johnson, obviously a unique look, but you know, I, we had it's guys weird to say that in football with guys wearing face masks and helmets. That <laughs> right. There's more recognizable people in that sport by far. But than, think about in baseball. Think of the question you just asked, though. Here, um, you know, if you're at West Acres and and Andre Dawson was why you might recognize Andre yeah. the Hawk, you know, big Andre Dawson and, and some of those Mark McGuire. If oh, Jose Kirby had a unique Kirby Puckett, Jose Canseco. Yeah. We've been blessed. Out. Yeah, a lot of standout guys and and I'm sure there are a billion also maybe, you know, many here, but to your point, I don't know. Would but you would you recognize Luisa Rice as Luisa Rice? I would but not, do people outside of Minnesota? No way. Right. No, no way. No. Even no. at the Mall of America, if he wasn't Wearing something to you probably wouldn't oh, recognize. Very Ricky unassuming. Guy. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he stood out. Ricky Henderson oh. stood out. Who's who's this aged? I mean, how many recognizable faces are there in baseball right yeah. now? If you just showed them a picture of someone, I think yeah. it's pretty few and far between. Yeah. You know, R- Randy Johnson, you'd recognize yeah. Randy, right? Randy Johnson. I think even like Nomar Garcia Parra had a unique look to him. But I just think there's so many. We we have so many uh, Latin players, which is good because they are very recognizable. But I don't think, no. I, as far as uh, they're so talented, but right. are they recognizable to the average person right. out there? And and how many people are paying that yeah. close attention? And something that Tory Hunter was always concerned about is the lack of African Americans now sure. playing 
And think of the African-American stars we knew going up through the 60s and 70s and yes. 80s. I mean, they dominated the sport on many different levels. Without right? question. And, 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 and certainly, and hitting. Yeah, and certainly the, the, the Latins, which, you know, I mean, I the Red Hawks have, uh, you know, Reimer Liriano, former big yeah. leaguer. He's from the Dominican Republic. You know, Manny Boscan's Venezuelan. Leobaldo Pena's Venezuelan. You know, you have so many uh, great Latin ballplayers that uh, are alive. It's, it's just off the charts. I mean, yes. Yeah, so it's just kind of interesting that because, you know, we've had plenty of Latin players, you know, or or big stars who are, I mean, I mentioned Poppy. You look Mm -hmm. at Albert Pujols, I mean, who are, you know, certainly have uh, different backgrounds and different uh, and from different countries. So it can work. It's just I I just don't know if that if that's hitting, you know, I love Christian Guzman early on when he played for the Twins and all the triples he would hit and all that. But, you know, as far as. Going out and being, you know, English was tough for him, and I think that maybe can make a difference, you know, as far as who's going to be the spokesperson for your sport in, in America. Yeah. It's it, it's an interesting time, that I, is for I, sure. I think it'll be a good all-star game, obviously. How can it be? These are the best of the best. Right. And, and, and you, you know, I, I just feel for hitters because, you know, you talk about during the course of a regular game, uh, whether it be the Twins or the Red Hawks, and if you're knocking the ball around, you might see three pitchers, maybe four during the course yeah. of a game, and it's tough. Think of an all-star game. You're seeing, you know, you're seeing three different pitchers if you're up three times right. in a game. I mean, it's, it's a guarantee. So no question. That's going on there, and of course, over the American Association All-Star Game. That's right. Happening and Red Hawks well represented there too. Right? Yeah, my goodness, they had uh, the eight players, and unfortunately, a, a few. You know, Sebastian Kessie's on the inactive list. He's he's taken a, a path in life where he just said, you know what, it, it, maybe not all desire is there. He went back home to Arizona, and that's that hurts the Hawks. And I'm happy for Seabass, but you know he's an all-star, five wins, was in top ten in pitching. So that's kind of a hole there to, yeah. to fill. And uh, you know Drew Ward injured in in Sioux Falls in the final game Sunday, uh, yesterday. So. He won't partake. I'm not sure if Leo is either. He's been nursing a little bit of a wrist, uh, so Pena might. But man alive, well represented. Kevin McGovern, you know, the all-time strikeout leader, wins leader, innings pitch leader. He'll be throwing in the Ulster game. Tyler Grower, good left-hander from Indiana, Indiana State, second year in Pro Bowl with the Red Hawks. He's having a, a, a gangbuster year. Alex Dubord, Fargo South Bruin. Right. You know, Giants farmhand. You know, the saves leader in the league. Uh, he'll be there. That's uh, that's just incredible. And then uh, John Silviano tonight is uh, is taking place in the home run derby. And to be a starting outfitter, and Manny Boscan will be a starting first baseman. And the All Star game is tomorrow. Tonight they're seeing how far they can hit the ball. Maybe they'll hit a plane. That that ballpark in, in Rosemont, Illinois, right, right next to O'Hare Airport. <laughs> Maybe these that ball jump right across the street is the Big Ten offices that ball jumps out of there so i don't know and here's how they're doing it derek first round three minutes no breaks have you swung a bat as hard as you can and and hit a ball out for three straight minutes that's got to be exhausting right second round four minutes and i think you get one time out so those are the rules in in the particular all-star game so i'm not i wouldn't bet against john silviano (laughs) he swings a big one so it's good and uh that'll be done wednesday kind of that off day to recuperate for the all-stars and then travel all that and thursday we we start it up again all right well Going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be fun to check out, see how it all plays out for them, and, and I'm sure they are enjoying their experience with all that, heading to the Windy City for all that. And yeah. the, 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 t- tell me about the status of this league now. I mean, because mm. 
You know, Chicago and the Red Ox, pretty interesting times right now. So. Those two and, and Kansas City. Kansas City, last check, they had, uh, I think when the Red Hawks first played KC, because you see their status. And in, in, the, in, in this league, like in the, old Northern, in the Northern League, you have LS1s, LS2s, yeah. and that stands for league service. You know, So if you've played you know, a year of pro ball, you know, it's a half if it's a rookie, they, they have a way to assess it. And then all the way up to veterans. So if you've been a big leaguer, you're a veteran. Right. Kansas City had, uh, I think, four uh, guys with big league time in the pitching and four big league time in the position players. So, like, eight stack team. Very tough. Red Hawks are leading Kansas City by two games. Chicago's really good, too. And uh, Chicago is running away with the East. Right now, they're just yeah. running away Soaring with the East. Soaring through it. And uh, Chicago and Fargamore had played Thursday. Four-game series. <laughs> and not only that, the Red Hawks finished the regular season four games on the road at Kansas City. So this is a the, – the, the Red Hawks have four against Chicago, three back at Sioux Falls, which, which is just a gauntlet tough to play. And then they, they turn around, they've got like the Kansas City right. right after that. So four Chicago, three Sioux Falls, three KC. It is a gauntlet. Lincoln a few times. This second half is going to be – they're going to need everything uh, to make that push. But you know what? This team, they've got to play the Red Hawks too. The Hawks are really – Really solid. Well, enjoy your little time off here. I will. I'll uh, I'll rest tonight. All right. Sounds good. Rest tonight. <laughs> see you in the morning, and we'll talk to you again uh, tomorrow for the uh, noon show over on the fan. Sounds good, Dick. All right. And, of course, that'll feature a little bit of Dick Bramer, which we'll have for the Twins wrap tomorrow also at uh, 545 during the Drive Time News Hour, Jack Sunday. Derek Hanson, that wraps things up. And we got KFGO today on the way. Pauly Lyons producing for Pauly Lyons. I'm Derek Hanson here on the Mighty 790 at 104.7 KFGO, this is Couch Potato Radio.